Connors T. How are ye? Welcome to the Candlelit Tales podcast. We tell Irish myths with music and have a chat about it in the next episode. My name is Aaron and I'm here with my sister, Sarah Gagarty. This week we're listening to the story of Nemed, told by Aaron. This podcast is brought to you thanks to our Patreon supporters. Thank you. You can go to candletales.ie to find out more about us or follow us on the social media at Candletales. Hey Aaron, tell us a story. They say Nemed came from a sea, surrounded by land. It was a place where he was recognised as a man of power, a man of privilege, a man of wealth and foresight. He was one who called his peoples to prayer and salute of a higher power. And when his wife had a vision of a land they should go to, Nemed gathered together 44 ships of all the people who had followed him and they set sail leaving their sea surrounded by land finding a way to sail in between until they came out and when they found wide open seas as far as the horizon could see well they kept sailing not knowing where to really go But they went and they kept sailing for over a year. His people were beginning to doubt his wife's vision until they saw a huge tower of gold shining in the sunlight, pointing right out of the water. They sailed their boats right up to this beautiful, immense tower made of gold. And Nemed, eager now to impress upon his people that they were correct in following him, told them all the privilege and wealth they wanted was in this tower. And so they all went in, they all ran to plunder and pillage and take what they wanted from this tower of gold. But little did they know, this tower was an awful trap. As the men and women were filling their pockets with gold and jewels, they did not see the water levels rise. Now a wind and a storm blew in as the tide went up and up, and as the men began to realize that water was pouring into the tower that they were in and they could not get out, they screamed their lungs filling with water as they drowned. Forty-four ships left with Nemed the day they left. Only one remained. Nemed's own boat. He had been afraid to go into the tower himself and stayed on the boat with mostly women, his wife, Maka, and his four sons, Starn, Eubanel, Anid, and Fergus Redside. Their wives and a host of nearly 30 women as well. When they left the desecration and ruin of the boats that had been crashed up against the Golden Tower, Nemed knew he must leave greed behind him. And so they set sail, keeping the way they were going by watching the stars in the sky and knowing fully that Maka's vision was true 
and they would sail and come to somewhere that would save them and be fully offering and giving and when they saw it they knew it to be true a land green and emerald beautiful inviting them in and when they landed four lakes sprung up to welcome them to the land then they set about taking their orders from Nemed as he looked to Maka for she was the one with the vision and between them they established a way to live with nature and cultivate nature to tame it to keep it and maintain it by clearing 12 great plains they did this they established themselves in the land they built great forts and they sowed their seeds they waited for their harvests to come in but as they did this nemed's wife maka had visions she was the one with the power of prophetic vision and she was able to see a great many battles were coming their way people from under the sea and then she had a stranger vision in her eye of warriors crave rua a land she did not recognize in peoples from a different time in a place called Owen Maka she died then and she was the first of the nemedians to die in Ireland they buried her in Ard Maka in the north the place still holds her name so some say the fort of Owen Maka but little do they know they were being watched from the northern half of the island gan and sengand were the kings of the fui mura then the formorians had watched for 30 years as ireland had been left empty of parthalon and his people after their plague had wiped them out and now they watched as these new people came from the south to set up their way of living here and the fuimura they knew their way of living still was to take and to plunder and pillage and steal from them and so they set off in their boats from tory island and they set about plundering from the coastline but nemed and his people were strong when they saw boats coming from the coast and up the rivers towards them in their nice calm clear plains they set about preparing for battle the first great battle that was fought they fought viciously for everything they had was thrown into the fight gan and sengan the two kings of the fuimura were self-assured and sure they would win this fight and this was their downfall for Nemed and his sons killed Gan Sengand in the first bloody fight against the Formorians the Nemedians being the victors they instigated fury within the Fuimura who came back fighting from the coast for many an occasion after that but on two more great battles that were fought against the Fuimura the Nemedians won and squashed 
their attacks. So much so that Nemed had now thought he was victorious, and after nine years of being on this land, he now thought there was nothing to fear. And after all, he had captured four of the greatest craftsmen of the Formorians in the last battle. Bok, Robok, Rubna, and Rotan. These Formorians were the best builders in the lands. And so Nemed had two great forts built, one by his people and one by the four Formorians. These two great forts would stand the test of time, Nemed thought. These would tell the people that came after who they were and what they were about. The first fort built by the Nemedians, but it paled in comparison to the fortress that was built by the four Fomorians. In just one day, the Fuimura with their brilliant strong arms dug the trench and rose the fort from the ground to scratch the sky. This fantastic fortress could not be outdone and something in Nemed twisted as he thought it should never ever be outdone again. And so he invited Bach and Robach Rubna and Rotan to dine with him one evening to celebrate the fortress being built by them. He told them that they would never outdo themselves. And he had his servants slit their throat. The four Fomorian craftsmen were killed and Nemed was pleased for a brief part of time. He did not foresee a great plague weakening all of his people, making him so miserable and weak he went all the way down south, but he died in Cork Harbour looking at the marshy land below him and the hills and the seas out south where they had come from. His peoples, they managed to remain, but the plague had stripped their strength away, and now they were easy pickings for the Fui Mura. Resentment and hatred had built up between these two peoples over the nine years of conflict and strife and fighting, of the Nemedians trying to bring about a harvest and a growth and abundance while the Fuimura took and stole and take everything away from them when they could. The fighting had been furious between both sides, the losses heavy equally shared amongst them. But when Nemed died, and their plague had weakened them so desperately they could not stand against the new kings. Mork and Conand, the two fiercest kings of the Fuimura, to this date at least. Well, they managed to suppress the Nemedians, so much so that they became loyal, duty-bound servants for them offering up heavy taxes every single year for years. 
If we were still did not sow, but they left the Nemedians harvest and give them two-thirds of their corn every year, as well as two-thirds of the milk they drew from their cows and cattle, and most difficult to part with of all were their children. Two-thirds of the Nemedians born every year packed off and delivered with the provisions and milk delivered to the Fuimura in the north, who greedily took it. Mark and Conand, seeing no problems with this after all, the Numidians had shown them only cruelty, and cruelty would be shown to them in return. But for too long they had punished and been unkind to the Numidians, so much so that Nemed's sons finally rose up and brought a huge army of 30,000 strong to the northern shore. This would be their final battle. This would be the confrontation to ruin and wreck and rid themselves of the Fuimura once and for all. A fearsome fight would be ahead, but the Fuimura were not on Ireland's land. They gathered and they saw Mork and Comund in their towers on Tory Island, simply watching them. And so the Nemedians, all 30,000 took to their ships to go and storm Tory Island and to rip and ruin the Tower of Conan down on the northern corner of Tory Island. This way they would be rid of them for once and for all. As they sailed towards Tory Island, they did not see the Fuimura standing on their cliffs, encanting spells, dancing, calling from the power of under the sea. And as they called and as they danced and as they shouted and as they went about casting their spells, bringing up the power of the sea from right deep deep down to its depths where the monsters lurked in the darkest corners. A well and a swell came up and crashed against the boats of the Nemedians. They drove on trying to get to Tory Island, but as the winds grew harder and the waves crashed heavier, they were thrown up with huge waves crashing them against the cliffs of Tory Island, dashing their boats to smithereens, drowning so many down in the deep, dark depths of the northern cold sea. So many boats had been lost, only a handful survived. One boat came back to the land they had left from, the northern coast still held them, and they landed and they tried their best to survive, but it was not long after that, another plague came, and they were sick and weak and wiped out. Another boat, driven by Nemid's son and grandson, Britain Whale, they went east. And when they landed, they did so well there, the whole island was called after Nemed's grandson, Britain. One 
boat went to the north, we are told, and this boat was guided by a voice, an ethereal voice calling the north to the magical islands, and though they would return one day to this land, those people would be changed, changed utterly from what they were when they left. One last boat survived from the 30,000 that went to destroy the Fomorians. One boat went sailing down south. This last remnant of Nemed and the Nemedians, they went sailing towards the crashing waves with their oars splashing into the sun shining from the south. This podcast was produced and edited by Oshin Ryan and Rory O'Shea. You can find out more about us on our website, candlelittales.ie. And we're on all social media, so like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Candlelittales or send us a message or get onto our mailing list. For more videos and live streams, like and subscribe to our Candlelit Tales YouTube channel, which now has a Candlelit Tales for Kids playlist. Hashtag Tales. Liking and subscribing to our channel really helps us grow and get to more people. And if you're able to give us more direct support, you can chip in a few bob at patreon.com forward slash Candlelit Tales or make a one-time donation through the PayPal button on our website. We also do really like to hear back from you with your questions and requests. So please feel free to contact us directly or leave your question in the comment section below. Because what we really want to do is get these stories out there. Share them with as many people as possible. So anything you can do to help, we really appreciate. And we really appreciate you listening. Gurd Milamagar.